0: As we do normally, this time every second Tuesday, we speak to somebody who's uh, an industry expert, uh, somebody from whom we can learn, but somebody with that we also bring in here to celebrate because they have done well. Now, my first disclaimer is that I have nothing to do with bringing this guest into studio. I also was told that he's coming yesterday. So, if you find that I've got a personal background that looks like his. It's a coincidence. I swear it's a coincidence. Dr. Khamani Matsike is a chairman and founder of the KOPM Group Limited, and is also founder of uh, Clinics Health Group, as well as its major shareholder. Currently, he acts as non-executive member of the board uh, of uh, directors uh, of Clinics Group. Dr. Matsike previously served as the company's managing director for more than 15 years. Associated companies under the umbrella KOPM also include S buys, and he'll correct me if I'm mispronouncing anything. Where he's chairman there, Clinics Renal Care, and KOPM Investments, and KOPM Investments is the majority shareholder in a core-owned Soweto hospital, the famous Doctor SK Memorial Hospital, formerly known as Clinics, let's say the private hospital, uh, which. Balance of shares owned by Netcare are currently under acquisition by KOPM Group. Now I could read the man's CV forever, and then by the time I finish, I'm going to have to say goodnight to him in part. So rather than do that, I think we should have a conversation and welcome Brakop. I have never called you Dr. Kop, so I'm going to call you Brakop because uh, you have Brakop. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thanks, Rams, for welcoming me this evening. And yeah. how's
0: golf? Before we go anywhere else,
1: uh, golf is golf, you know. Yeah, and uh, I'm playing of 19, but I'm a bad player.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always tell people that I'm a nine playing of 16.
1: Yeah, me, I'm a 19 playing of 25.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, wonderful to see you. Yeah. Well, you know, as I said, we're gonna we're gonna do this in three parts. We're gonna share a little bit for our listeners about who you are, where it all begins, the journey. You know, where you grew up, uh, where you went to school, and then we'll move on to the business and, and, and the issues around the industry. So where, where, where does Brakhamani Matsike come from? Where did, where did it all begin?
1: Look, I, I was born at the Yusuf Dadu Hospital. Yeah. Previously, it was called Kruger's Hospital. My mother was a nurse there. And uh, I grew up in Thompsonville, and uh, I did uh, attended my primary school at Ludirile, <laughs> and then my higher primary at Orlando East september yeah. Primary School. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I went to for my standard six. I went to Middlelands, and then later I went to M- Morocco High School for my higher. High, from my high school training yeah. then i went to fort there where i did my bsc 1 bsc 2 then i went to Forte, uh, to natal university where i qualified as a medical doctor in 1982
0: wow now uh, i i i i i know the family i i know the old man the late old man uh, dr sk matsike Was was he the inspiration for you to go the academic route because the, the old man was an academic himself
1: yeah i i mean i, I was Quite fortunate in the sense that uh, uh, when I grew up, I was last in. in I'm a last born in my family, yeah. so you know when you are the last born, you whatever mistakes your parents have done with your other brother or your sister, they will always try and correct them. So I was fortunate in the sense that uh, I was taken through to the best schools, and uh, my parents were I've, I've, were. Out there to make sure that I go to the good schools, and uh, so I never had problems in terms of access to education. Yes, so education was very, very critical in my life.
0: But part of that uh, education, Rakop, happens uh, in a very, in a very, very tough time in life. Uh, You would have been studying somewhere during nineteen seventy-six. So you you went through. You, you saw some of the worst times of our lives.
1: Oh, yes. I, I did. I mean, 76 hours at uh, Forte University. Yeah. I mean, they were we've been chased away from school every other three or four months back home and all those issues. And how do you stay focused in spite of all those things? I, I mean, we, we knew during our times that education was the only way of that's going to liberate us from yeah. where we were. So we, we took education fairly serious and i mean i'll, I'll give you an, a, a typical example at the natal medical school uh, the only the, every year they would admit about 40 african students so from the whole to, country
0: so to make one of the 40 has to, to be an amazing yeah, achievement yeah
1: you have to you know to try work hard and be one of the 40 and uh, it was almost like a, a funnel where a lot of you come in but yeah. only a few come through so you always wanted to be a doctor not quite actually yeah i i, I, I was uh, i had an opportunity of becoming an engineer i had a brother to go to to germany but my 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 father said no yeah you are too young you can't go there and you must go and study medicine like your uncle dr Tato yeah so that's how my uh, my career was got changed so i ended up having to go to study medicine and then, uh, so you
0: complete medicine, and uh, do, did you go straight to private
1: practice? No, I, I spent about ten years at Baragwanath Hospital. Mm. I I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had an opportunity to specialize, but uh, I just kept on working. Yeah. And but never uh, completed or had that enthusiasm to complete and you know and become a specialist. Yes. But uh, w- one thing that happened was that uh, when I Qualified, uh, I worked at at Hrotuk, and then uh, uh, Doctor Makunyane was the director of uh, of hospitals in uh, in Limpopo, and he he was a medical doctor as well as a businessman. Yes. So I managed to spend a year with him, and where he he talked about being a doctor and being in business. And when I left uh, uh, Limpopo, I went to Johannesburg. And the first thing that happened with, to me in around 1983, 84, I met my uncle, Dr. Tato Motlana, who said, no, look, we are busy building a hospital, and we have started a medical aid called seizure. Uh, I'd like you to invest in them." Yes. So I invested uh, my 10000 in in those years. It took me In those years, 10000 $10, was probably about 300000 to now, today's value. Yeah, to. yeah. yeah. it took some time. But then uh, around 1987, we had an AGM and he said, hey, you seem to be talking too much, uh, <laughs> Just join the board. Yes. So, so that's where I started getting my opportunity.
0: And that's where the business back uh, beat you. Yeah. Because then you were a medic, uh, yeah. although you were invested, but until you became part of the board, yeah. you, the business bug was not there.
1: Yeah, it wasn't there, but around uh, 1989, they gave me an, an opportunity to become one of the di, um, managing directors yes. at Lesedi. At Lesedi
0: Clinic. And, and I wanted to talk about Lesedi Private Clinic. Yeah. Arguably, I don't know, but I know from Soweto, there was the first private hospital yeah, private, in, 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 South Africa. In, in the whole country. The yeah. first black-owned black private, yeah, private, private hospital yeah. in a township. Yeah. I mean, we, we I saw the first time private wards cook yeah. us. You know, like, wow. I mean, yeah. when I first worked in there, and I was like, so this is real. This is happening yeah. in our own backyard. And it's still standing. Yeah. still standing there. Yeah. A pride of black people to have created something like that. It yeah. should have been
1: hard, though. Yeah, it, it it was it it was hard, but as well, I was fortunate, you know. During those days, I, I worked with giants like uh, Dr. Tato Mutlana, Dr. Yeah. Mukhesi, yeah. the late Dr. Mukhesi, the, the late Advocate Piche, yeah. And uh, you know,
0: was and, it difficult to get the license? Was it? I mean, did no, the no, government I, not give you headache to get the private?
1: No, no. I, I mean, the one at least said it, I, I wasn't that yeah, involved. I exactly. mean, I found it there, but the, the other subsequent hospitals. I applied for for the license, and we'll get to the subsequent ones. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Lysedi does well. You 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 get to be very involved in in It gives you ideas that we can actually do more.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it gave me to those ideas. That is why when people say uh, you've got this big vision of putting up private hospitals in black areas, and I always tell people to say, I'm I'm just executing the dream of my four bearers like dr tato yes, like and um, tate richard Mapone, he was one of the founding shareholders of Quacha and that so i'm just trying to make their dream come true so i'm just a uh, rumile uh, yeah, and I yeah. And i'm just uh, executing <laughs> that
0: yeah you're you're a you're a a functionary
1: yeah i'm just a functionary yeah, yes. yeah.
0: So uh, you you then stay with the, with the group for for a while. Uh, you 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 run uh, let's say you ha- when when does clinics come come into play?
1: Yeah, I I, I have structured a, a deal for for the Quacha Group around 1990, 1990, 1991, Then from there, I resigned from the board. Uh, I was going through difficult times in nineteen ninety two. I started my own group, which was clinics. Yeah. So I started with uh, the First Florence Hospital. Yeah, and then, just uh, off the highway there. Yeah, just off, off the highway, but it was very difficult in mm. the sense that uh, during those periods when I wanted to start, uh, I was busy running around and my father went to Dr. Mberge and said, uh, Dr. Mberge, please talk to my son. He's busy trying to open a hospital and uh, convince him to be a doctor like you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> because I don't actually know what he's doing, yes, but <inaudible> my, yeah, yeah. My, he's busy running around talking about business, and I don't understand what he's trying to do. Yes. but but the fortunate part is that for me is that uh, around ninety three, when uh, I I'd raised all the money and uh, I've, I've come up with a dream, I've convinced the investors, uh, the IDC, uh, my first funders, they said, okay, fine, we are prepared to fund you, but putting money on the table putting yeah. 70,000 on the table I didn't have the those days those days yeah you know so I went to my parents my mom and my dad
0: you so, went to the same man who said don't do this yes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you know? yes and overnight they gave me a check for 70,000 so I was fortunate in that sense you know that the my parents had their own dream of me becoming a, a good doctor but when I went back to them I said look my dream is to own my own hospital. Yes. But I need 70,000. So they managed to sign me that, that first check of 70,000. And that's what started Clinics.
0: Our guest on Meet the Boss is Dr. Hamani Matsike, uh, better known as Dr. Kop Matsike. He's a chairman and founder of the KOPM Group Limited. And he's also founder of the Clinics Health Group, which he started in 1992. IDC, Black Private. Already, we have listed so. There's probably an example of this thing can work, but other than them wanting a your own collateral upfront, were they were they easy to the idea of another private clinic?
1: Yeah, look, look. I, I mean, uh, uh, for the clinics health group, I mean, I, I give l- lot of lot of credit to the IDC. Yeah. I mean, it very it played a very important role in establishment of clinics. Mm-hmm. You know, that is why. Today, I, I feel very unhappy that suddenly IDC is being stopped from funding of private hospitals. I, I don't understand the rationale, you know, because especially for black entrepreneurs, mm. they, uh, putting up a hospital will set you back somewhere between two and a half and three million rands per bed. And uh, there are lots of uh, younger entrepreneurs, other doctors, mm-hmm. other business people who'd like to do exactly what we are doing. But because of cash constraints and all those type of things, they are unable to go to yes. institutions like IDC where they could... Uh, and
0: we know the private funders won't look at them twice. I,
1: yes, yeah. But the main problem for me is, is that other nationalities can go to a standard bank, yeah. to an APSA. Uh, they've got an uncle who can send a big check. We don't have uncles that can sign big checks. So IDC, in terms of rolling out of private hospitals within our areas was playing a very important role. But Salem did today in twenty eighteen, if you go to IDC and ask for funding for private hospitals, then they can't.
0: I'd like us to go back to that shortly, but let me let me find out and this is a very selfish question. And I'm gonna I'm okay, officially the lines are open. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Uh anything that you'd like to ask of uh, Dr. Matseke uh, anything that you'd like to say to him to congratulate him, anything that you'd like to remind him of that he owes you, you know, say, hey, when I beat I want tell, I will do relay that kind of money, <laughs> <laughs> you, whatever. Uh, this is the time to confront him. I'm, I'll, I'll make sure he's embarrassed publicly for not having paid you uh, many yeah. years ago. So, anything that you'd like to share with us and with him, we are on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven on Twitter at Rams by the Horns. So, why first first and not Dobsonville first. I know eventually Dobsonville came in, but when you started the group, why foslo
1: it, it was, you know, entrepreneurship, uh, it, it goes with opportunities. Yes. So after I'd done a deal for Lesedi, there were some people who were doing development of Fosslores, and they had land. And they said, look, we have heard that you have done some wonderful work with Lesedi. We've got land. Can you work with us and uh, see whether... It can you pull through uh, and com- and fa- fundraise to open a private hospital? So that's how it came about. Isn't it risky, Brakop? Isn't it a
0: very risky business where majority of black people don't have medical aid? Yeah. Secondly, even those of us who have medical aid, I can only suppose that medical aid companies squeeze so much out of you who run hospitals and who are doctors. Isn't it difficult and risky to
1: get into that business? Yeah. I mean, if, if you remember those years, 1994, we yep. we opened our hospital a week before the elections. Yeah. Okay, and those uh, that intersection around Forzlores, it, it was... It was volatile. It was very volatile. Yes. And number two, we never had enough number of doctors to work within our areas, you, you know, so specialists in yes. particular. So those days where we had the first black support, the first black physician, so we, we never had enough, and they, they were, we were sharing doctors with... Uh, uh, with the established hospitals around Hillbro and all, all areas. So it was very, very risky. And that is why possibly you'll never see any of the big groups having gone into our areas because they, they never thought that was a, a great market.
0: Yes. You know? And I, I mean, I can also s- suspect that even suppliers also are extremely doubtful when they have to work with you that is this thing going to work?
1: Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, even now, if you look into our... Our core market and our our clients. I mean, in the medical aid industry, you you'll find that uh, for hospitals that are in the in the suburban areas, that, that uh, the bulk of their medical aid patients are on the high end uh, products. Yes, you know, for us in the townships, that most of our patients are on the lower end of the medical aid uh, uh, coverage. Yes, you know, they are into the. Uh, so some of the the, the lower end, so yes. you you find that they've got limited uh, benefits and all those type of things. So we we have to work within that type of environment. But but uh, for for me and for my group is that uh, it, it, it's, it, it, we are trying to uh, to address some of our you know issues that uh, issues like apartheid have tried to deny us of access to private health care. So it's a bigger call than just a financial yes. call. So
0: we look we look back uh now. Nineteen ninety four, you opened the first one, it's been what now twenty-five years.
1: What are the lessons? Brahams, I mean, we opened First Race ninety four, we opened September ninety five, mm-hmm. we opened Naledi in, in Sebuken ninety seven. So we built three hospitals within three or four years. Yeah. And uh, we had very limited knowledge, so we uh, we made mistakes. We were on the verge of liquidation many times. I was telling one of your guys producers to say about 18 months ago I was on the verge of liquidation. 18 years, 18 months ago, 2016. Just December. now, just recently. Yeah, just recently I was on the verge of the liquidation, and uh, and that's the reality of entrepreneurship. You are also you are always not safe. You have to keep on. Trying and uh, when you get difficulty, you need to stand up quickly. You you need to regroup and uh, try and correct.
0: I I have uh, I have had the privilege of interacting with especially September now, you know I I because I come from Dobsonville and my folks are still mm. there. And you have attracted some of the best specialists I have seen around town. Uh, I can't imagine that it's easy to have a a Shing is saying, well, you know, actually I'll work with you and I'll, I'll actually have my base there.
1: Yeah. And yeah. in terms of the specialists as well, and, and, and it's one thing that is for, for, for me very, very important. I mean, if you look into the, the, the specialists that we have in our hospitals, you know, that is why when there are issues around xenophobia, I, I feel very bad. Yeah. Because in our group, we have attracted specialists from all over Africa. You know, guys mm. like from yeah. no, from Zimbabwe, amazing uh, man. Yes, and we've got doctors from uh, Ghana, yep. Nigeria, DRC. So, you know, in terms of uh, uh, the complement of doctors it was South African, African doctors. You know, so so they we have we have tried to cover as much of Africa as is possible. Okay, we're
0: going to take an ad break, and when we come back, I open up this conversation so that I don't monopolize it on 89 Anything that you'd like to share, to ask, it's up to you, especially if you're a medic, and uh, of course you want to get into that space, and you may have a question about whether it makes sense to uh, defy uh, your parents too and go into business. It is Meet the Boss on Opportunity Tuesday, and our guest tonight, until the top of the hour, Dr. Hamani Obed Peter Matsike. He is known as COP, and those are his initials. Everybody who knows him, if you say Dr. COP, you don't even have to mention the same name. We only know one Dr. COP. He's been our guest on Student. He's going to be here with us until the end of the show. Uh, we are on 089 110 I have about 18 more questions to ask him. I'm going to stop asking any more questions. But if you don't call, I'll ask my questions. I see that you're calling already. I'd like for you to be the ones calling, asking questions, or just saying congratulations to him for the job well done. So zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven, And we start with Daniel in Pretoria. Good evening, and thank you so much for listening and for calling.
2: Hello, how are you?
0: Very well, thank you, Daniel. How are you?
2: I'm Hello. good. I would like to greet Dr. day. How are you, Dr. Madzakebe?
1: I- I'm great, Daniel. How are you?
2: I'm good. Dr. Madzakebe, uh, my question or my interest in the topic tonight is about Palavra. Yeah. We had clinics in Palavurwa, which has been closed down for a year now, mm-hmm. since it closed down last year in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closure, it was very sudden. It just closed down like we were told it was closing down like 15 days before it actually closed. Now, I want to just get the the update. What is happening with that private hospital? And why was the hospital eventually chosen to go to Kalawura instead of going to Tarandor or more other business area around Limpompo?
0: That is the only. Okay, okay. Thank you, Daniel. We will respond just now. We're going to take three callers and then we'll respond to all of them uh, back to back. Itumeleng is calling from uh, Soweto. Good evening, Itumeleng. There's no place called Soweto. So, I itumeleng. Yeah, Itumeleng
1: from <laughs> Rocanod. <Note>. Yeah, go ahead. Itumeleng. Okay.
3: Itumeleng,
1: <laughs> okay. okay. how are you? Itumeleng, uh, how are you? how are you?
3: If I want to say anything about your, your group... Uh, I we can have it, so that day. Uh, I could say uh, a book, a film, a And uh, one thing I wanted to compliment you, Diana, and I acknowledged that I how was a xenophobia. 2008, uh, in the Appendix, I was left the hours the One of the doctors that operated me was not from South Africa. And what you're saying about the xenophobia, uh, it, it makes sense to me because in my experience, yeah, 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 let's the clinic. Uh, even though my mom did not have enough money then but she travelled and I'm alive today because thanks to
0: you.
3: Thanks, uh, Excellent, thank you story. Excellent story. Excellent story. Uh, uh two
0: kickup <laughs> uh three tier house, i to a a uh, for your for your patronage. Dr. Bohopa in Pretoria, good evening.
4: Uh, good evening, Dr. how are you?
0: I'm very well, Doc. Thank you for asking. How are you?
4: I'm um, very well, thanks. I'm actually a bit overwhelmed uh, by having to call in when you've got uh, my very own uncle in the studio with you today.
1: Everything, man. Everything, Doc. How are you?
4: I'm fine. I'm, I'm filled with uh, pride and joy listening to you over the radio today. Um, I don't have much to say except to say I'm a descendant of uh, the Mateke family Reante, Nitrele Latuto, from the family Yaha Mateke. I'm a proud general practitioner today in the Pretoria area. And uh, all I can say to, uh, Kamani Malume, you know, you stand uh, proud, and uh, you make us proud every time we see you for the achievements that uh, uh, you've done for South Africa and for 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 Soweto as a, as a community. And I thank you very much, and uh, continue doing your good work. Thank you, my brother. Shabay, brother. Thank you,
0: Doctor Vukopa. Let me tell you this: when you say you come from familiar, uh, answer little latut. Ora, uh, la lakroto uh, The way if we are doing spinning, yeah. collationing, hell, you would find a book from somewhere and start reading a book because Doctor SK <laughs> you can't can be seen not reading something. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So, so I know what you're talking about.
1: Uh, yeah. okay. Thank
0: you very much. So, what happened in Palavoor?
1: It's one of the. It's a sad story for me, in, in a sense that uh, we we got an opportunity to come up with a triple P. Uh, ourselves, IDC was involved, and uh, we, we created, uh, we improved that hospital, that was a government hospital, mm-hmm. and then uh, for about five, six years we we functioned there. But the, the whole purpose was for government to work with us to send some of their difficult patients within that area. Yeah, but unfortunately, in that six years, they never even sent us one, and it was one of those issues where we had to take a, a clinical decision and say, look. Government is not supportive of what you're doing.
0: But that's ironic. I don't get it. No, government puts in money on the one hand through IDC. You would think that then government would make sure that this thing works so that you can pay I, back the IDC.
1: Yeah, no, but unfortunately for the Impopo Department of Health, uh, we had some difficulties. So I don't want to go into the merit or demerits. Without that, we're there. We put in a lot and lot of money from the group as well, and uh, we, we had to take a, a business decision to say, you know, if if we can't get the necessary support, uh, we have to close it. But In uh,
0: the in the process, said Libra Cop, it's, it's the people of Palabora who suffer, people like Daniel who are suffering.
1: Yeah, it, it's true. I mean, even now, I'm in the process of, of trying to work with the community and some of our directors to see on what other alternatives we can have to try and reopen the hospital, but we lost a lot and a lot of money. And it's not out of lack of trying. We try to engage with the Limpopo Department of Health to no success. Uh, I I know somebody in that department is listening,
0: probably the MEC. I I hope we solve this one. Please, please, I think you must get in touch with uh, clinics again and try to solve this. If for nobody else, at least for Daniel. Good evening, Cecilia, and thank you very much for calling. Good
5: evening, Ceres.
0: Good evening, Cecilia.
5: Good evening, sir.
0: We are all here, Cecilia.
5: Um, can I please speak to Doctor Matek? Matek. I'm listening,
1: Cecilia. Uh, evening,
5: Doctor. I am really impressed. Um, that you you utilise the foundation that you got from your family effectively because a lot of uh, children who grow up um, with the parents of your kind, they end up um, like losing edge because they have everything that they they need, but you you, you make the best out of it. Um, I just want to check with you, where do you see yourself, Um, What do you see clinics in the next 10 years?
1: It's a very difficult question Uh, (laughs) because most of the time uh, I was talking to someone earlier to to say when we started clinics it was almost like having different babies. It was one hospital at a time. I've never looked at clinics as a big group. It's only now that I'm starting to look at clinics as a big group. But uh, now that we've got a, an institutional investor in, uh, in, in, as PIC has now uh, invested in, in clinics, we are now in a position to start looking into growing clinics, building more hospitals. We are, we are now engaged in some talks in Swaziland, we are engaged mm-hmm. in some talks in Zimbabwe and then uh, we are going to open a day hospital in the middle of johannesburg and uh, the Dr Matanda memorial hospital mm-hmm. in protea okay. so so i, I think that the sky the sky is a limit for now but uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, i'm i'm not one of those who are chasing listings and whatever i'm just uh, there to make sure that uh, the business becomes sustainable we employ more people and uh, we provide more services but uh, uh, i've got a, a young team of uh, professionals on the in the group they are more looking into the bigger group i think i've i've done my bit is for them to take over and uh, take it to another level
5: I, i'm really impressed uh, with your progress um, i'll tell me that's just the last question um, are you considering growing around housing or also expanding to provinces like Malanga?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there are lots and lots of opportunities, but, but the problem with hospitals in terms of establishment of private hospitals is that uh, the licenses are there, but uh, it, it's fairly, fairly costly. So one needs to be fairly careful, do your market studies properly, and then... Uh, I'd like to go into Mpumalanga. It's one of the fast-growing areas in South Africa.
5: because I saw a need in 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 those kind of of provinces.
0: Yeah. Okay, Cecilia, thank you very much for the call and for listening. Uh, Before I take another call, actually, I'd like us to talk about the PICE deal. Excellent opportunity, I suppose, for a, a, a structure like PAC to come in because not only do they bring the funds, but also the uh, credibility that they
1: they come yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. I, I will tell you about. That's what I told you about eighteen months ago. I was in, about in the verge of bankruptcy, and, and the issue as well was that if the banks look at me, they say, "Okay, fine. Yes, Peter Matseke and Clinics. Yeah. Who is behind Peter Matseke? There's no one behind Peter Matseke. now." If you've got an institutional investor like a PIC, they say okay fine. there's put them plus, PIC plus PIC. Yes. So they start treating you differently, you know. But previously on my own, I was I don't have an uncle who can sign a big check, you know. Wh- whatever is there. And is and there for a,
0: me, Bra- Brakop, that's exactly what I believe government should be there for. Institutions like PIC, if they bring their muscle into the game. They make you stronger when you go out there and do business.
1: Yeah, they they do. And I was fortunate that they, I was fortunate this time that they did that. Yes. And clinics will start moving at a higher pace than it was moving before.
0: Personally, I, I you know four hundred million rind, uh, in uh, buying a stake for four hundred million. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what the negotiations were. I would have wanted to see another zero there, so that they make you even stronger and stronger. And, uh, and but but I still believe with the PIC in, the, then we can see more. And I hopefully that even Palaboro will come back. I mean, now we're talking what the Dr. SK. We're talking Sepotemba Solomon uh, Sticks, Morewa, the man himself. Uh, Butsilong, yeah. Butsilong is, is the one, the first one in, yeah. uh, in, in and then mm. the is the one in the val.
1: Yeah, and Mafikeng as well.
0: And, and and they are all operational by now. Yeah, they are. all of these. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. We're gonna take more of your calls when we come back, and uh, and then by that time we take calls and conclude the conversation. Okay. The SABC seeks to appoint an experienced commercial waste management service provider for their head office in Auckland Park, Johannesburg. Tender documents are available between eight a.m. and four p.m at SABC head office or by email to this address, lushabam at sabc.co.za. Or they are available on the SABC website and the National Treasury eTender portal, which is www.etenders.gov. Closing date is 25 April 2018 at midday. 25 April at midday. We conclude our conversation with Dr. Kop Matzika, who's our guest. On, uh, meet the boss, and we take your calls on 3377 Krenisile, you have been very patient, and pardon the pan for that. Good evening to you. Thank you for calling.
6: Good evening, sir. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. How
1: are you? I'm good. Evening, I good Sir,
6: how
0: are you? I'm fine, just up, Go ahead,
6: Oh, okay. Um so I'm an eighteen year old.
0: No, can you see the wait a minute. Can you move to the left a bit? You're 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 breaking up a bit.
6: Okay, can you hear me? We can hear you now,
0: yes, yes, we can hear you.
6: Okay. Um I'm saying I'm an eighteen year old who's always dreamt of opening my own uh clinic, similar to the one called Bio Art Fertility. I'd like to find out from the doctor there what steps you have to take and basically how patient I have to be because I've set myself a goal that I'm going to reach that 35 but um, I don't know if it's realistic or not.
0: Okay so I just want to make sure because we missed you for a second so you want to open what type of clinic? Uh,
6: Fertility clinic.
0: Fertility. Fertility and you you want it to be mobile you said?
6: Yeah no I don't want it. Oh okay. I want same as clinics so mm. it's going to
0: be sort of like a franchise okay so you want to franchise a fertility clinic and and you yes. want competition to advise you i'm kidding i'm kidding he, he'll, <laughs> he'll respond he'll respond thank you for calling uh have a good evening dr Rambau good evening to you from pretoria
1: hello sir how are
0: you very well doc how are you
1: I'm hello doc good. how are you
7: um thank you for taking my call my man uh hello dr matriga how
1: are you i'm good doc how are you
7: Oh. I am good. Um, I'm calling. The reason why I'm calling is because I'm from the very same uh, province you 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 actually invested in, which is Open. Mm. I know exactly the, the the clinic you're referring to, clinics in Palaboro. Uh-huh. I I I should say I'm utterly disappointed uh, with 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 uh, the way uh, this issue was handled because. Limpopo as a province is a very poor province as uh, health care is concerned. So for people like you trying to reach out, uh, helping people of that province, it, it's so disappointing and discouraging to see that uh, the province is not able to extend the hands in helping. Because obviously, I, I'm sure you are comfortable where you are. You could have chosen a other place, but you chose Limpopo because you know there's a need. That's right yes so i just wanna i just wanna uh tell you that i i'm actually grateful for you to have considered my home province i'm originally from that side i also left that the province because of um disgruntlement i was very disgruntled when i left that province because no one seems to be caring about the people of that province as far as like uh, health care is concerned. so i just want to thank you i just want to encourage you that try and 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 open the doors and try and knock on the doors. One day they shall be opened. Uh, hopefully with the regime change, because I can foresee one. Uh, one day people will listen to you and see a need to help. Uh, I mean to help you.
1: Thanks, Doc. I just might, yeah, I I, thank I, you very much. I, I'll keep on trying.
0: Thank you very much, Doc, and thank you for listening. I I wanted us to have a conversation about.
1: About the the fertility clinic. Yeah, oh,
0: that's the miscellaneous question, fertility clinic. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, she She's encouraged by the clinics model and she wants yeah. to know whether it's
1: something viable. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into the merits or the merits of whether fertility clinic will work or not work. But, yeah. But, but, but I, I think for, for her, as an aspirant entrepreneur, I, I think she must go out there and put a business plan and uh, if she believes in having a fertility clinic for the of that size then you must talk with people who are in the industry to, mm. to try and help uh, navigate the regulations around setting up those type of clinics yes you know but uh if she believes in that i, I would encourage her to keep on trying
0: now from what i see, i think it should work uh, you know if if uh if there's one if there are any two big industries uh, in life is birth and death, death yeah yeah, you know, yeah so i think those it industries work, are yeah. big i wanted us to have a conversation and we've run out of time and maybe this calls for a round two of this because i wanted us to have a very deep conversation about the business of medicine uh, the business of medicine from relationship with government relationship with funders from doctors themselves as as a business you know i have i have a few personal friends who are doctors uh, some of whom left some years ago and said this doesn't make sense because it really takes so much out of me and I'm not seeing any progress. Of course, on the other side, we're looking at you guys and say, hey, doctor, you know, you should be doing well when it's actually very tough. And we didn't get to do that because I had to open the conversation. So I want to blackmail you on air here that maybe we should have a second conversation because as a businessman and a doctor, I think you're the most qualified person to have that conversation with. You know, let, let's talk about the business of, of medicine uh, because I look around uh, talk and I say 25 years later the picture still looks the same and I don't like that yeah. picture yeah I di- I just don't like that picture
1: yeah it's just as well uh, even our own patients sometimes they expect much for less yes. from our people you know and uh, I mean when they buy BMW they'll pay the proper exactly class. but when they go and see th- a doctor they will expect that yeah. the doctor must do miracles for less exactly you know but as well our de- our our earning power, as well as Africans, as well, is, is, is a problem. Yes, yes. In I mean,
0: I'm I'm concerned about the yeah. fact that uh, people who have to come to your medical aid, people, but the majority of people who hold medical aid are white. I mean, it's, it's it's a fact of life. So, how then do you keep those businesses alive?
1: Yeah, yeah. But but, but, but as well, uh, even those that are African that hold on medical aid. I mean, I've I've had even though even though they don't have medical aid, for instance, I've had situation where somebody goes to some of the hospitals in the urban areas yeah. in, the, in the towns, whatever yeah. and then uh, they are told okay, you need to pay 100000 because this is a condition and I get a call at night Peter, hey to you know. I want to say, want to say yeah. maybe your hospital is cheaper. Mm. You, 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 because
0: Clinic Fl- at- said they can't help me, so I come uh, back uh, to September yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And, I, and I'm just saying to our people...
0: I want us to have that conversation. I for think it's hope.
1: important for, for them to support us. I, I'm not saying we are perfect, yeah. but, but they, they need to work with us to improve because we will employ local people, yeah. we will improve the hospitals, so it, it's that the rent will stay within our people. Exactly.
0: I mean, I can imagine the... the, the, uh, the industries that you have spawned in every uh, clinic that you've built, hospital that you've uh, built, wherever you are, there are other industries that have grown. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Kop Matsik, I need you back. I need you We've got big issues to talk about. Let's get into issues. We now know you. We now know about clinics. Let's get into the issues. No, that's
1: fine. I'll be available
0: Yeah. Dr. Khamani Obed Peter Matsik was our guest on Meet the Boss. And I can tell you this was round one. We're going to have him for round two sooner than later. Thank you very much and have a great evening, my brother.